0: Welcome to Inside Legion, the podcast that takes place inside David Holler's mind. I'm Alex.
1: I'm Justin, chicken, hanging out in the medulla
0: oblongata. (laughs) I'm Pete. Let's do this. Yeah, there is a lot of stuff to talk about in this episode of Legion. We're going to be recapping and chatting. About episode, not episode 10, chapter 10 of FX's show. To give you guys a brief bit of recap, David Holler was lost, then he was found. Turns and that's, out it. He, uh, that's it. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: there
0: go. Legion is a very complicated show. I think we'll get into a lot as we're talking about it. But the biggest thing you probably need to know is that there's a lot of uh, double dealing going on. David Holler, who may be the most powerful mutant alive is working with the shadow King, his sworn enemy, the person who controlled his life for decades to try to find Amalo Farouk's body. We don't know exactly what's going to happen yet, where loyalties lie. Uh, but that's kind of where we leave things going into this episode. So let's jump right into it. The only it.
1: other thing I would add is, uh, David loves Sid, mm-hmm. uh, but their relationship is a little weird when he was gone for a year. And he had an interaction with a future version of Sid. Yes. last episode. Yes,
0: and Exciting. because of that, because he has this deal with future Sid, he hasn't told present Sid what's going on, which is potentially going to be a big fracture. In I relationship. think that's
1: right because you know I had a relationship with a future version of my wife briefly, yeah. and it was uh, it was hard. Oh man, how many arms did you have? Uh, are you
2: serious? Uh, huh, yeah, are you saying time travel is possible? Uh, time
1: travel is possible. Well, I let me fuck, be honest, man. I'm I'm the Justin that was on time today. Uh,
2: no, that is not true uh, That doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, that doesn't exist <laughs>
0: <any.
2: laughs> you, know,
1: you multiverse, is there a Justin who's on time? There is no there's no universe where that actually happens Also, like I'm future Justin I'm the guy that's late <laughs> <laughs> That's how
2: you know it's future Justin Because he's not uh, on time Why didn't you Marty McFly that shit And get some like scores from games and stuff from your ladies So you could be rich It's not about money all the time, Pete Sometimes it's about love Oh, oh okay. man. And that's, that's deep, what Legion's what a all about. What a The power of
0: love. <laughs> yeah. Don't take money. Da, da, uh, all right. All right. Let's dig it. One of my on. favorite da. things about Legion is how it's a remake of Back to the Future. Is that like one of your guys' <laughs> you favorite know, people things? people don't talk about it, but it is. It, it, uh, it really is. That's right, the reality. Well, let's jump into it. First scene, David and Lenny and Oliver, who are right now kind of two aspects of the Shadow King, but as we find out later in the episode, more trapped by the Shadow King than anything else, are on a merry-go-round together uh, talking about... How they are going to get Amal Farouk's body back uh, This is great Everything with Oliver And with Lenny is great I love the relationship I love them interacting with David Which in a weird way is something that I don't think we've actually seen yeah. Yet mm-hmm. Where they're each on
1: their own footing in a fun way yeah. yeah, But it's interesting because I feel like Oliver Is actually the Shadow King It seems like in this scene. Right. And Lenny is Lenny, which is this aspect of this character that uh, David used to know when they, in his junkie days. And she seems to have some independence from the Shadow King in an Mm -hmm. interesting way. And then David is David. Uh,
0: Yeah. And I think we can jump ahead and talk about this just because it illuminates a lot of what's going on in that scene. But it does turn out later, Lenny, who was the... uh, visual representation of the made antagonist in season one has become her own personality. Uh, we never really met Lenny. Like, we met right. Lenny kind of briefly, but maybe inside David's mind, maybe yeah. not inside David's mind. Yeah. We do know that the body that Lenny had ended up embedded in a wall when David released his full powers, his full Shadow King powers in the first season. Uh, but any relationship that Lenny and David had prior to that was all a creation of the Shadow King. So, what they talk about a lot in this episode is it's unclear to Lenny how much is Lenny and how much is
2: what the Shadow King built. Now, saying all that sounds insane, but the fact that we can follow that and understand what's going on says so much about how well the show is done. I mean, there is amazing tripped out scenes and people are the same but different. And are they in minds and are they not? But it is weird but you can follow it, which what I really love and I think artistically... They're doing stuff in such a nice way that even if you're a little confused, they still give you enough, or you're not driven mad by it. And also let you sort of f- try to figure it out yourself. Yeah. Like I
1: feel like what last season we made we did so much theorizing yeah. about mm-hmm. what was real and what, what wasn't. And I feel like this season is all about what not less. It's less so what is real and what isn't. It's more about like who is who's al- uh, allied with who, like yeah. whose allegiances. Uh, yeah, uh, uh,
0: I want to get to the back to this uh, this particular thing. So just remind me of, In a little bit But this The whole shifting Allegiance thing Is very X-Men Yes Like there's a lot Of really hardcore X-Men things That happened in this episode Which I thought Were a lot of fun Very cool um, The thing that I think Makes it work Is now that David Has his mind back It's not as fractured As it was in season one He gets to be The straight man He's the guy yeah. Who's asking <laughs> All the questions He's the guy Who's pointing out Like well that's weird But what I like About the show Is it doesn't It's not winky To the camera That's weird Now, like like, oh boy, brother, look at these guys. We're like, that's weird. All right, let's move on. Yeah. Like, there's a moment towards the end of the episode where David drops some insane information on Sid. And Sid is basically like, okay, I believe you. All right, what do we do about this? Yeah. And... It's great. I mean, it gets to what you guys are
1: talking about, and it's sort of the same way we take in the show. It's like, oh, yeah, I don't know exactly what this is, but that's cool. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. So, and I love that. Like, yeah. we have been as opposed to us trying to figure out David. We are David in this show, yeah. and in the same way, we're like. So Lenny wants her freedom from Farouk. We learned in this episode, and I think that uh, the Lenny that is inside the Shadow King. It has been changed by David Like that mm, yeah. Lenny is part David So I feel like we have these different aspects That we we keep like following right. And I feel like we're sympathetic to Lenny In that same way
0: The other thing that I thought was really fascinating About this episode As we learn more about Lenny and Oliver's place Inside of the Shadow King One thing that we haven't really gotten about Legion is The character Legion The character David Holler Is we haven't seen multiple personalities from him no. Which is something we know for the comic books The Shadow King now has more personalities than David David does. That we know of. Yeah, which is fascinating that they flipped that dynamic in a way. Anyway, so you get to see them on the merry-go-round. They made a deal. Then we go to a field, which is a major new location this episode, with a fortune-telling booth at it. Uh, And uh, Oliver, it turns out, is looking at Oliver. Oliver is talking to Oliver almost in a mirror way. Uh, And then we get these phenomenal opening credits. I love the opening credits of this show. And they did this. This wasn't a special effect. This is a practical
1: effect that they showed. Shot through the mirror ball yeah. and or through the it, uh, crystal ball yeah. and I really created I love the crystal so, ball in this episode. Cool.
0: yeah. Oh, it's great. I love the, the their devotion to practical effects. There's also uh, you were touching on this a little bit, Justin. But one of the major things themes I think of this episode is perspective, and they play with perspective in the shots a lot. There's a point when and I know I'm jumping around a ton here, but when uh, Oliver and Lenny attack uh, Division Three, and Oliver Shadow King grows to enormous size over Carrie, but it's all perspective. Like, they just bring the camera low so yeah. he looks yeah. gigantic, and they bring the camera high over her so she looks small. It's such a simple effect, but it works so It works so perfectly. Well. Yeah.
2: So
1: Alice in Wonderland, but mm-hmm. in that sort of clean, old-fashioned way where it's just unsettling. Yeah. It's not about us really selling us on him getting bigger. You know? Right,
0: so what happens with this field uh, and with this deal is that David leads most of the forward aspects of Division Three into this field to go and find the Shadow King, but what's actually happening is that David is distracting them. He's keeping the way from Division Three so that Lenny and Oliver can go in and look for clues to where Amal Farouk's body is, uh, but let's talk about the field for a little bit just yeah. because we are there and there is sure. some stuff that's going on. Uh, we learn who Vermillion is Vermillion is the three androids That are the voice of admirable Fukuyama
1: Yep, the uh, old basket face Basket Basket head, basket
0: yeah. head. Here's, a, here's an interesting Reddit theory that I found today That I'll throw out to you guys oh, Watch out,
1: stay off Reddit, dude, uh, yeah, dude be careful nuts. with
0: that Don't even get into the Westworld theories Because We're not talking about that, let's Your go. eyes are
1: bloodshot, dude Oh
0: my god, they are I didn't sleep at all last night I was just trolling Legion stuff Admiral Fukuyama is just a few letters away from Amal Farouk.
2: Oh, Ooh. shit. Yeah. You just blew my mind with that. Fuck. Yeah.
0: So I was doing that that's good cool. like I went on the wiki just to make sure I, I knew what was going on with uh, Admiral Fukuyama. Uh, according to the wiki he is a mutant who is horribly scarred uh, when his powers emerged when they were testing him and so they put this basket head on him to be to hide his face. He only speaks through vermilion through these three yeah. androids. What that immediately made me think of was not Admiral Fukiyama but Zorn, the character from the comic books. Yeah, Basket now, Zorn. Yeah, Basket Turned
1: to really that wicker doesn't really really protect uh, the <laughs> leaking powers no, as so much. So for
0: those of you who didn't read the comics, uh, don't read about Zorin too much because the history went kind of insane at a certain yes. point. Uh, but back when Grant Morrison was writing New oh, X Men, uh, no, we can do this pretty simply. They met this character named Zorn who seemed to have mental powers. Who was a very almost like monk esque. I the think show. he
1: was found in uh, a the, monastery. Right? Yeah, a monastery in the Him- Himalayan right. mountains,
0: and it turned out that Zorn Zorn was all a plan for Magneto to destroy the X-Men. And eventually he takes off the mask. They flash back. You see how all of his powers were actually magnetic powers the entire time. So I don't know. I mean, it's a little bit of a far out theory, but the idea that Admiral Fukuyama is actually Amal Farouk, and that's why he's hiding his face. David can't read him, which is a very curious, interesting thing. So immediately when I read this, I was like, well, if that's twist they're going for That makes a lot of sets sure. And that would be really Yeah Horrible for everybody If that actually happened
1: That's a fun reveal Or are you saying maybe the, uh, Admiral Fukuyama, Fukuyama is Magneto
0: I don't think we're going to get a Magneto You don't think so? I don't oh, think so man That would be pretty crazy That it's would be Ian pretty- McKellen Yeah The entire time The, the whole edits. time Oh, man That would be pretty great well, so while this is happening, we get this attack on Division Three from Oliver and Lenny, where they dance through and turn everybody into pigs and fish. Uh, I want every single episode of the show to have a musical number at this point. I know. Oh, it, man. Well, even
1: that was like a musical fight, which was uh, just as fun, just as cool. It was a great, like, trippy fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, just super fun. We see Carrie, like, working on this orb, get a little clue that the orb is, uh, we, and later we find out, like, the orb is actually from the future. Yeah. Uh, so that was cool. Get to the little teases about that. We should
0: that. mention, yeah, we should mention the piece of information that Carrie drops. This is boy Carrie. Uh, boy Carrie carry drops that he says oh this is so weird it's almost like i designed this thing and yeah. we know that the orb ties to the future has something to do with the future so he probably he did probably did probably yes did. and he's trying to crack it and can't because he's not his
2: future self like future justin oh man in the <laughs> same way <laughs> that's gotta be so frustrating you No, know it was you but you can't crack it Yeah, oh. no exactly oh man that's the tough. future self is just a little bit
1: smarter like, yes. I can't wait to meet future Pete. I feel like I can
2: actually talk to that guy. I doubt it. Future Pete's dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up, man.
0: So they attack. Uh, David feels super guilty about it and spends most of the rest of the episode trying to repair his mistake, trying to yeah. repair it the, uh, because they end up killing a bunch of the guards.
2: Yeah. Um, and he's mad about that because he was like, yo, no killing.
0: Yeah. So, oh, we he should did. also mention that during the attack, Carrie and Carrie get super hurt. They oh, get switched. Man.
1: Yeah. Yes. Well, switched uh, and sort of they get separated and then they can't they f- get flipped, as you're saying. Right. So, so it,
0: usually girl Carrie is inside of girl boy Carrie. Yeah. Uh, but then it ends up the other way, which has some really bad ramifications for girl Carrie down the road, because it seems like by the end of the episode, maybe she's aging. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not good No yeah Getting old sucks Oh man, oh, man. Yeah, look at that uh,
1: Like I don't know Who you switched with But you're aging <laughs> Fucking what? fast oh, dude. oh Jesus I would like Yeah Can no. I meet girl Alex <laughs> are, you the, are you the Justin For the rude dimension <laughs> Yeah dude Jesus. The
0: future's rude And so am I <laughs> Uh, uh, so, yeah, so they switch, which is um, also a problem for David because what David wants to do is he wants to travel to the future, talk to Sid, make sure that what he learned while he was in the orb is actually true, but unfortunately, girl carry doesn't have the technical know-how of boy carry, so they have to jury-rig it together a little bit. Um, but it
1: works. Yeah, but it works. Uh, we get a nice, uh, it does get souped up. What I liked about the way they shot this was this This show seamlessly jumps from like a trippy sort of like 60s uh, feel. Show to like an 80s Sci-fi movie when he got in the tank It had these great like almost Like original Tron style effects Which I thought were super cool yeah
0: and he does End up in the future and he does see future Sid who has one arm and this was the X-Men point that I wanted to talk about because Again this is such an X-Men comic thing going to a Post-apocalyptic future Getting a warning knowing that mutants Destroyed the world and seeing this Alternate reality that you have to stop I know that's been done a billion Times in sure. pop culture, but the way that they executed was such an X Men comics way ex- of executing it. I yeah. thought,
1: well, and I, I do think they uh, Noah Hawley takes a lot of nods from comic books and just finds a way to reinterpret it. Like the way uh, Sid's voice was a little bit like messed up, and like it really puts us in a place where we feel how different it is, and he doesn't mm-hmm. have to show us it, like, look, yeah. this computer's smaller or whatever. Uh, that I feel like a lot of shows like this would do. Yeah. Um, b- so I, I want to talk about a theory about this. So yeah. there's a bigger Bad that uh, Sid is talking about Who is it like what is it Well
0: so let's lay this out a little bit because As long as future Sid is in Fact telling the truth and we kind Of have to assume at this point she is based on The way that David and Sid are acting
2: plus she's Been a pretty reliable character
0: the whole Time all two of these episodes Well and the first season sure but This is future Sid it could be Amal Farouk It could be somebody else something else could be going on What We find out is about a Week from now David Bashed in Amal Farouk's head in the Desert took care of the shadow king that's It for Amal Farouk but Amal Farouk was The only person who could stop what was Coming next she references an egg which Is somewhat a reference to a story that We're told in the first episode about how Which continues
1: in in this
0: right about how Delusions grow Mm -hmm. but it could also be in Potentially a literal egg whatever it is There's some sort of virus something that has basically destroyed the entire world Mutants are being hunted as usual uh, and They need to change history in order to save the world do you have a theory it seems like maybe you do Justin.
1: i have two theories uh, okay. one actually we should talk about later but the theory i was thinking here is that uh david is the big bad yeah. uh i feel like unless i i don't think because i feel like what you mentioned it like amal farouk takes over david i don't think so i think david killing amal farouk's body fully releases him from mm-hmm. uh all of the shadow Kings sort of what I think is limiting his powers a little bit or keeping him sort of in a certain place. He becomes free. Can't control it. Everyone dies. Yeah. Uh, and I think that sort of, uh, speaks to what's happening in the astonishing X-Men comics is this mind killer plague Zorns in, uh, or no Zorns in, uh, X-Men blue, but, uh, there's a lot of X-Men comics. There's a lot of X-Men comics. Yeah. Uh, but I do think that that is, uh, that's a nice way to sort of wrap all this up.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'll throw out two theories to you, and this is just based on the words that they used. I know the egg thing was a reference to the delusion story. Could be a phoenix egg. We could be seeing a phoenix egg oh, maybe. Oh, I'm no crazy way. for saying Magneto's
1: in and you're like, phoenix is going to yeah. be in this. <laughs> that makes sense.
0: All right, well, that movie's never coming out, so it's not a big yeah. deal. Oh. And then the other thing, since they mentioned virus, maybe it's the legacy virus, which is a virus that targeted mutants and wiped them out. I don't think they're exactly going to do either of those things since they're not exactly doing the comic books across the board, but the far-fetched one was some sort of iteration on Apocalypse. That was the only other thing that I was going to throw out there. Well, I,
1: th- I thought Apocalypse sort of rhymes with uh, the X-Men world that this show explores, yeah. but I also think the way they're talking about delusion and infection and stuff, it feels like David's psychosis is the disease yeah. uh, that would affa- uh, affect the population and mm-hmm. kill them, and that's why like everyone would blame David. David, and so they have to kill mutants. Right. To me.
0: Cool. Uh, So after this, though, should we jump ahead to when David confronts Amal Farouk?
1: Uh, Let's uh, brief sidebar into the um, sort of... Little mini piece they have in here with a yeah. tick and the bloodhound, which they did this in the first episode yeah. with uh, the, the delusion stuff. I love these. There's a whole thing where teaching a child the wrong things um, is a way, like the red and light. We got and a John light. Ham voiceover too. Uh, we did get some more John yeah. Ham, which I love some ham. Uh, yeah. And I so feel like I the that, thing that I That did-
0: messed me up, that story. Uh, <laughs> totally in case you did watch this episode for whatever reason, uh, we get told this story. Uh, we see Oliver teaching a kid. That that red is green and green is red, and then he says, "Remember, red means stop and green means go." Except, and I'm having trouble even saying this out loud because it's it's hard to wrap your brain around that. Well, and I think watching it, I was like, "Oh, that that's wrong," and then you're
1: like, "Oh no, wait, yeah, that kid." So, I like, I yeah. feel like he fucked our minds yeah. the yeah. way they did, did it, and I yeah. love
0: that. Yeah. I'm Uh, crazy now. Yeah,
1: you are. That show made made me crazy.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Your virus is spreading to me and to Pete. uh, I'm
1: sorry, but also, let's get weird. Uh,
0: (laughs) But Alex, we have kids. Let's teach them wrong stuff. Oh, that would be so much fun. You guys should totally do that. Have you ever heard about the lady in Russia who locked her, I think it was son, in a room with birds? So And only talk to him in bird language. Yeah, that was Mama Zalbin, right? Yeah, yeah, it was Ma (laughs) Zalbin. No, no, this is a true story. This is 100% real. Uh, So when they found him, he only knew how to speak bird. That's awesome. Yeah, it's real cool. I'm jealous. Cool mutant power, bro. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The other line in this is, we are the only animal
1: on Earth who goes mad. And I was like, yeah, "Yeah, I love that shit. Yeah,
0: I love that. I was also like, is that true? Yeah. I feel like monkeys probably go a little crazy.
2: Uh, Dude, no. What about... Yeah, also you see, like, dogs kind of go mad where, you know, they foam in the mouth, and then, like, you see dogs... Well, that's rabies. This is, like, (laughs) saying... Also, like, there are dogs who are, like, they'll be, like, in the corner and, like, depressed and scared and shit. You need to crazy. like, work with your dog. I don't have a dog. Yeah, oh my god. That's the problem. Yeah. That's the problem.
0: <laughs> or do you? Yeah. Oh, I think you need to take good maybe of care I'm the of the dog. Let's move on to the confrontation then. So David does come face to face with Amal Farouk. He's trying to set up a meeting with he thinks Oliver or he thinks Lenny, but it turns out it is Amal Farouk himself. This is the first time we hear and see the Shadow King, the real Shadow King, yeah. speak. How did you feel about this performance?
1: Uh, I th- again, back in the crystal ball, we see David yeah, walking we, up. We the see the ball. upside down crystal ball, which I thought was cool. Is he the crystal ball? Is he David or is he inverted in the crystal ball? I thought that was a nice little metaphor coming
0: into this. Um, and
1: I love this. They go, We get into a wrestling match. Wait,
0: I'm just curious, just as comic book fans, because this is a character that we've known for a really long time. What did you think? I thought this was a very realistic interpretation of the.
2: Yeah, Shadow how did you King feel about Amal Farouk? I thought it was really badass.
0: Given that uh, there was a little. I felt a little bit of disappointment just because I like Lenny and Oliver so much and I cared about them so much to see, see the real Amal Farouk felt like it took a little away from them in a certain way. Oh, interesting. Um, I, I didn't because
1: I like the idea that we're seeing. The face of the bad guy because yeah. I actually think that that is a weaker like I I felt like f- the the real Fruk was the weaker front and Oliver and Lenny are the scarier fronts mm. of the villain.
0: Interesting. Okay, I, I still liked him. I thought he was great and yeah. I loved having him on the show, but. We'll get to the Lenny scene in a second. We'll talk a little bit more about this. So they face each other. First, they do a wrestling match. Straight out of Riverdale. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically what it was. He was like, uh, Amal Farouk was Hiram Lodge. Yep. And uh, David was Archie. Thank you. I don't know why I blanked on that. Archie, he's like the star.
1: Oh, okay. Archie and David are the same (laughs) character, basically. Pretty much. No. They both make the same smart choices. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Who? you Prefer Sid or <laughs> Carrie? <laughs> oh, that's fun, yeah.
1: Uh, male Carrie, uh,
0: great. Okay, so uh, one thing I want to say that happened before
1: this um, there's a David goes and sees Sid, uh, or the we see a shot of Sid's room and the slime trail, uh, from the delusion thing in last episode is running into Sid's room,
0: yeah, which is which interesting. Sid has the delusion or David has the delusion?
1: I don't know,
0: but. See it probably. No. <laughs> Don't say that. All right. Well, so we get this confrontation and again it's great Amal Farouk immediately throws the, ah, you are playing the wrong battle, and twists it into a samurai fight, and then David pulls out a tank, and then Amal Farouk becomes a cloud that's destroying him. Visually, this is amazing. I love seeing this. And I loved seeing the ending, that Amal Farouk is still very much in control, that he's playing with him. You know, I've talked about the comics a lot of this episode, but this is what Amal Farouk does in the comics. He plays literal mind games with Professor yeah. Xavier and Legion in the comics as well all the time. So seeing that visually yeah. represented, that gave me the same thrill as that uh, episode last season where we got to see the Professor X uh, Shadow King fight on the board. So cool. Great stuff.
2: Yeah. I you love know, they, it. They like every episode has these like amazing moments that you're so happy that you've put in this time to like really experience it. It's fantastic.
1: Yeah. Uh One small scene next, we see the carries finally figure their shit out don 't yep. fuck with them, though we do see that uh Carries, a female Carrie's hair Goes a little gray Yeah Bad yeah. news oh, It's no. never good news When stuff goes gray Just ask Pete's goatee
2: Oh, uh, oh that's <laughs> fucked up that man I think
0: he looks distinguished
2: Yeah no, Totally Fuck yeah. you man <laughs> like I a, look, I got a gray. beard by the way was, yeah. I used to have a goatee That was many years yeah, no, ago
0: No no I has a beard And it looks like He was eating a sugary donut and I'm very happy for him <laughs> Because he loves treats Yeah what a lovely I was talking about The gray goatee That's inside your beard Oh
2: <laughs> yeah That's very great
0: Nice <laughs> Uh, what, what else do we need to talk about? So he comes back and he comes clean to Sid. Which yeah, finally. He yeah, was a fi- cat briefly, which was fun. Man, I love that cat stuff. She's so good at playing that cat. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Um, but I, I like this. I like this choice to have David be honest with Sid and not drag it out and yeah, it was not killing me. break apart the relationship. I think. They know very well, and David and Sid as characters know very well that they are stronger together, and I appreciate that. I feel like a lesser show would go through a season-long breakup arc where eventually they would get back together or they'd get together with new people. I love
2: how smart this show is. Yeah, Yeah. well,
0: it actually lets the characters grow stronger and go on their paths together together. Together versus breaking them apart, which I think is great.
1: Yeah. Uh, here's my other theory that I uh, came up, I thought of at the end of this episode, uh, that perhaps Farouk's plan is to um, body switch with using Sid's powers to body switch. We are shown in this episode with the cat, uh, so that the future Sid we're seeing is actually Farouk, oh, and so it, the scene no. that the scene that Sid has earlier where she's like. Man, it's been so long since I've seen you like this. Is actually Farouk missing old David, the mind that he inhabited for so long? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a great twist. If that becomes true, fuck
2: you, dude! Don't write your own show. All right. Well, that's
0: what I'm saying. I think like they are very quick <laughs> to trust future Sid at this point, uh, and take her- Sid
2: is a very reliable character.
0: Again, like Justin's saying, it could be somebody else. She could have. Yeah, have you ever been fooled? Her, <laughs> her power is literally I'm switching just bodies. For whole
2: first season, mo- she could be a cat. That could be a still fucking very cat, trustworthy. Dude. Oh my but god! You can't trust
1: cats. You can. Yeah, you've trusted cats for years, and what has that gotten you? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, they, they bat you
0: around. Can <laughs> a little pause.
2: <laughs> hey, you're oh, just just a ball of yarn. Show. Can we kid? talk about the end? Can we talk about the goal is to find the monk? Where's
1: the monk in the fucked up teeth oh, chattering man, room? Oh
0: man, I hate when we go in that room. The room is so scary. It is. So uh, they have an entire room full of teeth people room. who have the Shadow King virus oh, uh, that me out. makes you hold on. <laughs> that make you chatter your teeth. That oh. sound effect. Uh, yes. So we get it. Is very terrifying. But what if they're just cold? Oh, Dude. maybe it's just that the AC turned cats? Yeah, that could be. The AC could be just turned way. Chattery teeth, cats. They could be. Um so after that, uh, well, uh, not after that, but basically we're on a treasure hunt, right? Yes. Um, it's interesting. I feel like in a certain way, even with all of this trippy stuff that's going on, this is a much more straightforward season at this point than it was Agreed. last season. I don't mind that necessarily. I love it. In Yeah. Fact. But I do want to see some more, even more mind-bending stuff coming up. Presumably. And I think we're
1: going to get there. It seems no. like every episode they do, it; they're, they're planting seeds that I think will lead
2: to more of that mind-bending. Yeah. I, what's nice is it's like it, it doesn't make you sick of it. It plays with stuff in just enough where it's enjoyable, and then it moves on to more creative stuff. And I, what I like about the show is it's different but kind of the same. So I hope they don't stay in one thing for too long and you get sick of it. Yeah, we'll
0: see. I think we are I still feel pretty confident given that there are a bunch more episodes this season that we're gonna wrap up this particular part of the storyline really soon, faster than you expect. And then we're going to get into whatever is next, which might yeah. be a days of future past type scenario. We'll yeah, see what dude. happens. It's gonna be Magneto versus Apocalypse <laughs> with the Zords Phoenix stuck hanging in out, the middle. All zorn all uh, day. Oh sweet. Before we go, as we do every episode, let's talk about what is real. What is something in this episode that you think was real justin
1: i don't know i'm starting to think it's all real in this season this Mm. season all is all about being real one thing i thought um was maybe something that really gave me pause was we see the inside of the basket of basket face general fukunaga briefly Mm -hmm. with all the like monitor screens or whatever that to me was a suspicious shot that i think is going to mean something later
2: yeah Pete. what about you what's real uh i don't know what's real i think maybe this whole show is a dream. We're, we're on on a tick's back this whole time. That's what I think it is. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you something. I don't think is real. Sadly, I think
0: Lenny is not real. Fuck
2: you. That's
0: my that favorite part of the show. I love Lenny. I'm just saying we didn't really talk. Don't about take that the scene away from too me. much. But Lenny confronts the Shadow King and yeah, she wants s- a body. Yes, and she wants a body. Thank you, Pete. I love having you as my hype Matt I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm here uh, for. Who
1: wants to body? Who wants to body? <laughs>
0: Alex. She wants. Uh, she wants a body. She wants to be real again. But I don't think she is. I don't think there's any aspect of her now that is Lenny or was Lenny at any point. I think you right. can't take
2: I, Aubrey Plaza away from us. All right, it's she's going to be on the great.
0: show. But one of the th- this show is very much about journeys and self discovery and figuring out who you are. And I think part of what we're going to see for Lenny this season is her figuring out if she didn't exist to begin with, what does that make her?
1: Well, that's why I feel like where we're, that's where we're seeing. I think Legion's power set from the comics is uh lenny is an aspect of him that has been mm-hmm. infected into the shadow king
0: uh one other thing did you notice that David's hair is getting taller?
1: What's Slowly the, but yes, surely. Dude.
0: It's creeping up there. I did not dude, that. B- yeah.
1: buy stock in hair gel companies because they're <laughs> going to
0: need to go nuts
1: on this show. Oh, if
0: man. you like the show and other shows that we do, please support them through Patreon, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. in New York at the Pitloft. That's totally free. Come on by. We'll chat about Legion. We have a bunch of other podcasts, Riverdale after dark, after krypton, also comic book club, live in our regular feed. Come check them out. Subscribe to them, rate them whatever you guys do I don't know Pete what do you want to plug friends on Facebook so you get to know about all the amazing guests we have on our show follow us on Twitter at comic book live check us out at comic book club for the podcast and more and we'll see you in the future Justin
1: definitely yeah. guys I just gotta I'll be here in five minutes I swear oh, oh man God,
0: that's not gonna happen